Hello and welcome to the long overdue 83rd episode of Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon. Yeah, My we name were, is Brandon. Uh, and I'm Brandon as well. Hence the name. Welcome back. It's good to be back. For those of you who have actually reached out to us and said, guys, we haven't heard an episode in a really long time. Guess what? Thank you. You're right. <laughs> no, like like legit thank you. No, it's, it's and, good to know you're missed sometimes. Yeah. You know? And uh, we take it as a compliment. And let's just face it, life happens. Um, knee deep in, in Tang, you know, both of us. <laughs> it's exactly it. Yeah. And work has been crazy. And then, I'll be honest, um, I stopped giving a fuck like, for a while. About podcasting? <laughs> yeah. I was just like, well, I guess we're never doing it. And I don't mean that to sound bitter or anything like that. But then I was it just, just like, it, after it just so lapsed long, on itself. Yeah, yeah, it's it almost gets, like, you know, when hard. you use the term overdue, it's almost like when you have a library book for selling and you're like, you know what? Screw it. It's just my yeah. library book now. I don't even want to pay the fees. Yeah. It's the reason that so many people still have Blockbuster but, DVDs. <laughs> thank you. And and now no recourse, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> what are they going to do? Yeah. Sunday collections. Um, but yeah. And I was just thinking like, gosh, this game's coming out. That was awesome. I need someone to talk about it. I need my best friend. And since he wasn't available, I called you and I then, appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and here you are. And here we are. It's good and, to be back. And so we have a lot to talk about today. So much. We are going to try to be focused though. So there's some things that just since we last recorded, how many ever months ago at the end of last year, that we're just going to have to let go. Like, I don't even want to do a Star Wars talk. It wasn't good enough to talk about. Yeah, th- which is weird of us. No, I, oh, man, now that you a- say that, I want to add but it now to I the kind of, I kind of want to fire up on it. Well, maybe we'll do like a side episode sometime down the line. Just be like, That's okay, yeah. yeah. It, it's not timely by now as it's getting ready to come out on Blu-ray. It's already happened. But, I know. Yeah, uh, yeah. But there's We're some, a little bit late to it. But oh, we, yeah, we did recently see the Birds of Prey movie. We did. So we do want to talk about that a little bit. That's true. There's uh, some new stuff with television as well, specifically around Netflix. We both watched The Witcher the all the way through. It's the best $9 a month I'm spending. Oh, yeah. It really is. Yeah. Is it only nine? Yeah, because I don't do the... I feel like uh, they keep on... I, I do one screen. They've kept, they've kept me locked in. I only do one screen and no uh, 4K. Oh. So it's... Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't mind it. I, I, but I've got like three people using mine. Yeah, well, know? that's because you're a sucker. Um, well, but then I'm also using other Something people's Hulu, yeah. other people's Disney+. You're using Plus. my Disney+. Plus. I'm losing your Disney+. Plus. See? Enjoy. You're the sucker. Uh. So uh, The Witcher came out. We watched that. We enjoyed it. We want to talk a little bit about it. Yeah, Altered briefly. Carbon Season 2 just, just started. Just came Literally out. Literally as of... Two days ago. So we're just going to kind of be like, hey, what do we want to see during during the second season? Mm-hmm. Video game talk, we both have played and finished Star Wars Fallen Order. Again, that was a last year release, but still fresh enough to, to give a shout. But it's a big enough game to the point where... And we're slow right now. I mean, we've got some a, a swell of we game got a coming, lot coming up. starting next month, but we're slow right now. So well, in seems- fact, that's actually what we're going to end the podcast Makes with, sense. which is... What is coming out this year that we are really looking forward to? And there's a lot because we never got to do a year in review last year. We didn't do a preview, so to speak, for this year. So we're going to talk about it because, what, we're only two months gone this year. We still got a lot of daylight ahead. And there's a lot of stuff that Mm -hmm. is going to be spending, that I'm going to be spending my money and time on. And I'm looking forward to just kind of like going over some of the big ones. (laughs) Why did you look at my crotch when you said big ones? I don't know. Because obviously, (laughs) yeah, why would I, right? We both know what you're working with. I mean, we do. Yeah. So before we get started uh, on everything, we have to thank those who are making this podcast possible, our fake sponsors. Yeah, and forgive us. This is a little self-indulgent. We haven't got to do this in a while, so get ready. You guys, is your opium just no longer doing it for you? Well, that's because you haven't had the good stuff from Ethiopia. Mm -hmm. That's right. This is an all-new brand of opium called Ethiopium. It's opium from Ethiopia. 
Our second sponsor today is the Amnesia Grill. Uh, they're located on the corner of um, uh, 5th... Uh, Wesson, I think. Okay. Try their award-winning... Um, mm, I think it's critically acclaimed. Was, okay. Garlic fries? Uh, maybe cheesecake? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. But, uh, but there's a website. A website? Also making today's episode possible. If you like rap, oh boy and you like Marshall Mathers, he's the king, you're going to love Yemenem. That's right. It's his cousin from Yemen. It's Yemenem. With his debut album, simply titled Goats, it's not West Coast rap, Mm-mm. but it's not East Coast rap. Nope. It's Middle East Coast. And look for Yemenem anywhere you get your music, iTunes, Spotify, sadly not available in Yemen. And our fourth and final sponsor is Plan C. Look, you've tried prophylactics. Mm. You've even tried the Plan B pill. But when all else fails, get Plan C. It's a new kind of abortion pill. One that you give to the baby. Yeah, you sounded way too upbeat at the start of that, so I appreciate it. I really your should tone. have read this before. It, we don't we I read don't it necessarily live choose. On air. Yeah. Let, let's go ahead and get things started. It's our eighty third episode. I'm not hundred percent confident in that, but it sounds about right. No, it is. It? I checked it earlier. Okay, we're back. It's just oh, happy leap year, by the way. Leap day. Leap day of the leap year. You know what's crazy? Is this happens every four years, and we started our podcast just about four years ago. Never forget. Happy anniversary. Dawn of Justice. Happy it was such one trash. leap year anniversary. Yeah, we just, we're every year, leap year kind of podcast. We're going to get things started. We're going to do so stopping with movies first. We're going to talk about Birds of Prey. Stopping with movies. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, starting with movies, rather. Uh, let's also make this the topic of the week. Why not? Uh, I don't care. Because let's face it, week is kind of a relevant we have <laughs> topic of the last quarter. Let's not have a topic of the week. Let, today. Let's not. Let's talk about movies. It's Birds of Prey. Here it is. So, Birds of Prey is the most recent DC comic book movie adapta- adaptation. Adapté. <laughs> it's a French word. It is. Starring Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, and apparently she was kind of like the main person at the studios, like really pushing this Birds of Prey movie along. I could imagine because everyone wants to get the taste of Suicide Squad out of their mouth. Yeah. By the way, did you see that the the James Gunn Suicide Squad? I kind of stuttered there. Yes. <laughs> twice. Uh, just wrapped as of today. They announced or he really? announced on his Twitter. Yeah, and it's not like a reboot per se, but it's not like a sequel. I imagine it's more of like just a reimagining. Same actor? Like is Will Smith and Margot Robbie in it? I think the only person that came back is Margot Robbie. Will Smith, he's like, no, bro, I'm done with that. Yeah, he probably... That shit was bad for my career. It was, let's face it. To be fair, though, he was like a He was one of the good parts of it. And so was Margot Robbie. Pretty much. They were the only good parts in that movie. And uh, she was, again, front and center in this movie. I think this greatly benefited... From having the little extra leeway to be more adult. Yeah, and more violent. More violent. Um, a lot of cursing, which was fine. Well, I would imagine new modern Harley Quinn would curse, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I think this movie's feel was what we wanted Suicide Squad to be. Because do you remember the advertising for Suicide Squad was, was all about this sort of classic music like Queen, and but then you had these um, yeah, really stylized... Clash. Um, what do you call them? Basically where they would introduce each character, right? And that was kind of... It was what, like Borderlands, how Borderlands introduces someone. Very, like, very similar. flashes up on the screen yes. and it pauses and it has a little fun fact or something. Yeah, and yeah. so it was like their way of kind of showing... Quirky. Hey guys, we're fun, we're cool, this is a fun, cool movie. 
And then you actually see the movie and it's nothing like that. Yeah. And it felt disjointed. I feel like this movie went in to the writing 100% knowing exactly what it wanted to be. And it did a good job with that. Like I, And it still had those things like the little introductions and fun fact and little on-screen but it, animations. But it felt but in it, place. It, it, it did it not feel sense. out of place. Yeah. Like it didn't feel Squad. forced. Yes. And the other movie absolutely felt, felt forced. And this was a simplified story. Very basic story. Never set out to be anything more than just a copy and paste of a lot of other just like crime caper stories or like... Yeah, they didn't do anything new. Or like you've got 24 hours kind of deal yeah. or like the cop who turns in her badge is like, I'm done with this department. I'm going to clean it up from the inside. Yeah. You know, very basic stories. Never set out to be anything Good more than that. Good guys and bad guys kind of have to join forces and... Yeah, and someone's out for revenge and they all have different motivations, but they wind up on the same team, even though they're not really trusting each other, but right. fight the the enemy of my enemy is, or the, you know, that expression. Enemy of my enemy is my friend. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was actually pretty fine by the end of it. I was never like wanting to be done. You know what I mean? At no point were you like, oh my God, this is going on forever. It was like a crisp hour and 40 minutes, I'm going to say. I don't know if that's accurate. It was kind of the perfect length. Yeah. Um, I felt like, it really got good in the last part of the movie. Yeah, and that's usually where a lot of movies can let's falter. Not go into, let's not go into spoilers because we're not going into this like super long Fair. full review. So I'm not going to go into details, but the the last part of the movie is sort of that women empowerment team up, right? Yeah, where you the whole that. birds of prey come together and they are just kicking the ass of all of these muscle bound men. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. I thought it was done very well and the music that they added to these scenes it just it, heightened everything. It was so good. I'm not I mean, saying they that didn't the, play Bohemian Rhapsody. I know. Oh, well, man. and that's the thing is like they didn't rely on these classic songs. They were just like, you know what? Let's go with a song that really actually heightens this particular scene. That it has a it. mood that, that feels that, yeah. scored for it, not just thrown on. Yeah, yeah, and it and it works so much better. It does, and there's like a bunch of nobodies, and that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good with that. I, I think it totally worked. I do think that it was a little bit slower, kind of in the beginning, mm-hmm. um, almost like the first half of the movie, but not necessarily to any sort of detriment that I would fault it much for. Yeah. And this is not a spoiler, but they they make it clear just from the previews, the commercial I remember feeling when the trailer came out that me and the Joker are no longer together. And they made that such a, a point of emphasis but never having to, it just, it explained why she felt like she could just do whatever she wants. But now, right. oh, that's not the same. Now I got a bounty on me because of all the stuff that I would get away with. And I thought that they they reinforced that a lot, but never to the point of like overkill. And it actually just drove the story along really well. And I thought yeah. it made perfect sense. I'm very thankful we didn't actually have to get any visuals of him. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Because that would have just taken away, you know, Yeah, I it- think. It let her be standalone, but you're obviously aware of where she came from. You get these sort of like drawings or spray paintings or graphics of him, yeah. but you never actually see Jared Leto's Joker. No, which no is one would fine want that. because nobody liked Jared Leto's Joker. You know, even funny? Jared Leto didn't like Jared Leto's. I Joker. actually had a conversation the other day with someone because we were talking about the Morbius trailer. Oh yeah, which yeah. is something I'm kind of looking forward to. We'll get there. Um, oh, and okay. someone's like, "Oh man, he was so good." And that same person was like, "And I was like, I don't know about Jared Leto. I was just like, kind of expressing like, eh, I don't know if he's the right fit. I would much prefer like a Jake Gyllenhaal, but now he's already been cast as someone else, so you know, you can't, yeah, you can't do that. But like, and he, this person was like, oh, I really like Jared Leto in Suicide Squad. I'm like, 
He was the worst part of a bad movie. Is, what the hell are you talking is about? Is that where you just like slowly backed <laughs> out of the room? <laughs> I really should have. The conversation was pretty much over at that point. <laughs> Anyways, back on track here. Um, let's talk about characters. This, for me, is like some of the highlights. I thought the characters were actually really pretty well realized and had you know, decent enough backstories. And Suicide Squad was just like, oh, here's this person for the sake of saying, oh, this person's in the movie, but they never developed them. These guys yes. were... Some of them to me were a little undercooked as far as like why they're there, but right. everyone had a, a little time in the oven. You know what I mean? At least they were cooked. Like yeah. I felt the Huntress was still a little undercooked, but they tried to explain her motivation, why she's there and how she got tangled into this. And they did it just through quick flashbacks. And that's fine. Which was, I think, all we needed. Yeah. Like, I get what you're saying. Like, there's more to flesh out in that character. And maybe But this wasn't about her. It was about Harley Quinn. Yeah. And it was about the team that she brings together. They were all so, bit players supporting the main, which was yes. Harley Quinn. And to a lesser degree, the, the little girl, the, uh, Cassie was her name? Uh, I don't remember. Let's but just say Cassie. The, to be fair, though, if they tried to make it an equal footing for all of them it would have a Suicide Squad feel because that's what Suicide Squad did. Right. Is they tried to just kind of say, here's your cast of like 47 bad guys that we're all going to put on this damn team and we're all going to try to introduce them. But only one wants to go home and watch BET. Yeah. Or, but you know, Suicide Squad did it so bad that, remember it was like uh, the Katana woman, what's her name? Oh, I couldn't even tell you, but yeah. Anyway, she walks up and woman he's like, don't let her kill you, which, why would you let her kill you? Don't let her kill you because her sword... Will capture the soul of anybody Ugh. she kills. So Period. Bad. Done. That's it. And then Harley goes. She seems nice. What? what? Yeah. That. Thanks. Good development. But in this, you know, think about like Black Canary. All that you had to hear a couple of times was, "I know what you can do." Right? Like uh, the Renee Montoya. Yeah. Kept on saying like, "I know what you can do," because your mom could mother. do it. Yeah. And then she just shows it like once, where she just does this scream. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when it happened, I was like, that kind of came out of nowhere. But at the same time, I know the character. I know the Black Canary character from comic books and from the TV show and all this stuff. So I don't care that they didn't have to go into it. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Like, I'm like, that's all you needed to do. Don't give me a huge backstory because it's not about her. Yeah, I agree. Um, Let's just wrap it up here in the next few minutes. Ian McGregor's character, though, real quick. What did you think of his? His... Black it, mask it, it wasn't what I knew him to be from like comics and to a lesser degree, the video games even like that was the last one of the last times I had seen was he him in a video game. Oh yeah. He was in Arkham city. He was great. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. I just forgot. A long that. time ago now, but um, I, I didn't expect him to be so flamboyant for lack of a better term. Yeah. I didn't mind that, but I didn't mind it. And I felt they were consistent with his character and I liked the last time we see him. Oh, that's all I'm going to say. That was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. without trying to get spoilery that was pretty uh unexpected and cool i feel like he could i think he did a decent job with the character i don't think he had much to go on yeah he reminded me of a pagan min from far cry 4 just oh, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. flamboyant artsy and just mm-hmm. like oh and he'd like say something and then like you know wave his fingers and his henchmen would come just yeah. do something horrible um but this is a for sure down it's probably the only thing that really made this movie like what's well, the only complaint I have with the movie, but they tried just a heads up. They tried to do a Victor's as, and it did not work. He was not good. It was horrible. And like, and that is not Victor's as in any stretch of the imagination. And that's with some good Victor's as is through video games and through TV. Yeah. Like some really good 
versions of him and different versions of him. And this one, and he's nobody's it was henchman. So standard. Yeah. Well, I mean, he is a he, henchman, but he's he's not under anyone's employ ever. He's like goes into business for himself. The way I like to think of it. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't mind them putting him as a henchman. I just don't think that they like. It wasn't done right. I just don't think he had the well. personality that no. was what we wanted to see. And then the guy who played him was small. I'm like, he's not a small guy. He's like, yeah. he's a hand-to-hand combat guy. Anyways, small complaint. If they had just never given that guy a name, like, oh, cool, he's just some psycho number I would have been okay two. with that. But then as soon as they said Zaz, I'm like, no, that's not him just because you give him scars because, you know, he yeah, yeah. And which they body count. Mark up, mark up, which they, uh, like, mentioned once. Yeah, very light and passing. Yeah. But other than that, I'm... You know, it's not like I was like, oh, this movie's outstanding, but I really don't have any complaints. It was it was very enjoyable. I actually agree with you. And I remember 100%. from the previews, I was like, oh, this movie's going to be bad. Me too. And especially like the name is kind of annoying. You know, Birds of Prey. And the Emancipation, the emancipation of, of the, one Harley Quinn. The fantabulous. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm like, okay, that title's just annoying. It, yeah. It just looks like it's trying to be cool again, but this time rated R. And to be fair, the previews made it seem the previews did really no bad. Justice. Like, in the movie, the clips that they played, like you see it in the movie and it fits. Yeah, it does. But it does not work in the trailer with no context. It I just agree. seems out of place and weird. So I thought it was going to be pretty bad going into it. No, no. The, and the previews didn't do pre- justice. Well, and then, tra- um, you know, people were viewing it and saying, you know what? It's actually pretty fun. So we decided, all right, we give in. Let's go see it. And I walked away way happier than I expected to be. I don't think it was a great movie. No, not per se. But it but was definitely good. And I think it's worth a see if you're establishing, a comic book yeah, fan. I agree. And they're establishing her in a, to the feel as like the DC's version of Deadpool. Like she now talks right. to the camera. She can swear now. Pretty ultra-violent. Still like an anti-hero. Worked with a kid now. It was good. Yeah, yeah. I, Actually, I, you're right. I didn't even think about the Deadpool 2 and, yeah. and this whole situation, how they're similar. I'm, I'm okay with the direction they're heading this. Uh, to me, it was like a C plus, B minus, somewhere in there. All right. Well, you know, if I were to just go with the same, your rating scale, I would give it a B minus myself. I think, yeah. I think it was a good movie. I was entertained the entire time. I don't think it had anything that stood out as like super memorable or quality, but overall, I was pretty happy with it. I'm happy for DC. It seems like they're getting their stuff together. God, cross your fingers. As a movie studio. Okay, so done with Birds of Prey. There you have it. Uh, thumbs up from both of us. Go mm-hmm. see Birds of Prey if you haven't yet. And we're going to talk to you about two uh, smaller screen items. Let's talk TV. Netflix still doing it. Would you agree? They're doing it and doing it and doing, and doing it, well. it well. It's awkward because I remember when that song came out, like it would be on the radio. I'm like, oh, they're turning it up. My mom and you listen yeah, to that song with your parents in the car and you not really knowing what the hell it's about yeah yeah i'm gonna get my rocks off knock your socks off i was like cool he's talking about like playing hopscotch with her i think i think so barefoot <laughs> so let's start talking about what are we doing witcher yeah it came it went and <laughs> season two is now coming another thing we'll talk about when it comes around later this year season two is coming out already Confirmed. are you kidding yeah wow that's very quick especially considering that the next thing we're going to talk about is altered carbon which had no showing in all of 2019 i know like it was what 2018 to 2020 yeah we're used to TV shows now taking at least a year. Does seem like it. Or more, yeah. in some cases, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Game of Thrones or whatever else. And so Witcher uh, Just, what's your came n- out. Give me three words to describe how you enjoyed the first season. Henry Cavill muscles. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, those are my three words. Yennefer Vengebergen boobs. 
Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but he, dude, he was jacked for this role. No, he was. I mean, he's just, uh, he carries himself well. Yeah. Can I uh, say, he is perfect for this role. I, when I first saw pictures of him, I was like, this no, looks, he looks so it. stupid. Yeah. I totally thought he looked so stupid, and there's no way he's going to make this work, and nobody can get the voice right and like the mannerisms right of this odd character from a video game. And he somehow pulled it off and became, in my opinion, well, yeah, first. I got gotcha, you, but, but it's the but visuals, like the, vo- the only visuals we get of right. Him. And the voice itself yeah, is from the, true. you know, you have no voice. You could put any voice in if it was just coming from a comic book, but it was coming from a, vi- a video game where he had a very unique, distinct voice, like a really low, deep kind of voice. And Henry Cavill surprisingly was did that voice as well as he could, and I actually liked the on-screen version in the in the Witcher TV show more than I actually did the video game, which I know a lot of people would So I've never read the hate. books, and I'll, I never did either. I'll probably not be one of the millions that are now going back and reading the books based off the success, mm-hmm. I would say, of this show. I'm not one of the millions who have now gone back and you know done a second or third or first, whatever it may be, playthrough of Witcher 3. You, did everyone, you ever play the Yeah, I, 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 played in, I played Witcher 2 almost to completion, and I really liked it, even though that's definitely probably, for a lot of people, like the low point of the series. And three, I just couldn't get into. And then at a time where Red Dead was out and all these other games, I just couldn't afford another hundred plus hour sand, hmm. you know, sandbox open yeah. game. So I'll get back into it one day. Now, especially now that it's seemingly going to forever live on Games Pass, which is totally cool. Um, but I don't have high expectations, and I say this a lot about a lot of things that we've talked about over the last four years. When I don't have a reference point for something, I typically can just mentally. Right. Relax just, and enjoy it more. Because I am that critical person be like, that's not how it happened in the comics. Like if it's something yeah, about yeah. like X-Men, I get very defensive. I'm like, that's not it at all. And you know, and it's this person's Morph was never in the comic books. <laughs> how dare they? <laughs> Jubilee. <laughs> um she's so useless in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> well, but she, unless it's the fourth of July. That's true. Then she's perfect. Or she's fighting a blind person, she's pretty useless. Mm-hmm. And be like, I, that doesn't matter to me. <laughs> But then the blind person is kind of at a disadvantage, too. Actually, Daredevil would kick her ass. Uh, Witcher, right? Oh, yeah. Witcher. They should do a, a Daredevil-Witcher crossover. That would be weird. Would um, be. I really like this. Um, I love fantasy. Game of Thrones is over. I need something to fill that void. They are not the same show. They're not from the same universe. I'm cool with that. But there's a lot of elements that are the same. Right. You have magic. You have warring houses. You have... yes dragons a lot of chests Mm -hmm. men and women Mm -hmm. it was very clever i thought throughout the course of what eight or ten episodes however long it was how you don't realize well i didn't realize for a while that oh this is these are on different time lengths we're seeing things happen that took me a while to to figure out in our time but yeah this is like what he was doing 10 years prior and it would make sense that he's kind of ageless because you know he's born of magic Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and i like how they got a little into the who witchers are Mm-hmm. And, you know, he is a largely emotionless character who speaks with a very economic use of words. You know, he's usually just one word or like yeah, a like, fuck to something. I love his fuck. Yes. He loves his fuck. <laughs> his fucks were great, dude. <laughs> they were. Fuck. Um, and I, I really like the thing that I remember from the games, and I'm sure it's in the book somewhere. They are very faithful to him, only caring really about one person, and that's Jennifer, only caring about one other th- person, well, not even person, but one other thing before Yennefer, his horse. Yeah. And then he has this Rose. strange affinity for um, the the bard, who I'm forgetting his name now, 
but that bard is hilarious. The guy who yeah. plays him was great character. Great. Yeah, yeah, great. Character. I, I'm just really liking I the series. Think all the characters were great. Yeah, like I, I, you know, they they did a good job establishing that there's kind of these different races. It's very, it's Lord D&D. of the Rings ish, D and D ish, and um, and they didn't have to dive into it, but you get kind of a surface level enough to understand it and still enjoy it. And I thought. Every actor and actress who played their character, there was not one single person who I was like, I don't like that person. I agree. Which is, it's, it's kind of hard to do uh, when you have a whole cast full of, you know, characters in a single season. There's always somebody who I'm like, I don't like that person for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, I thought everyone did a really good job. The acting was awesome. The dialogue and the writing was great. The uh, directing was super on point. I thought everything about this show was very... I didn't know that this is what I wanted right now, especially after Game of Thrones just really let us down. Shit the bed. Yeah, like this is like my next thing. I'm like, this is my new fantasy. I like That's what this. I'm saying. That's what I was yeah. referring to. Yeah, just something to, to pick up the slack and, you know, fill that part of my brain that reacts well to that kind of stimulus. Yeah. Uh, we don't have to go in any more in depth. Uh, it was just something that, how could we not mention it? Because it was one of the big happenings over the last few months. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, I mean, it, it's worth watching absolutely if you especially if you like fantasy and it's not like a super fast pace but it's a good story no and that's the thing and it's not reliant on cgr big elaborate battle scenes when the violence is on screen it's there oh yeah yeah it's very like whoa shit that he just impaled that guy in the face um yeah he's not a guy you want to mess with and i i think they do a good job of getting that over and the creatures when he's monster hunting very cool, like that one yeah. in like the church or that cathedral or mm-hmm. whatever. I forget the creature's name, but it was I don't remember scary either. looking. It was like some nightmare fuel stuff. I yeah. really liked it. Yeah, I, I look forward to the second season. They, you know, they easily could have made this show a monster of the week kind of show, where it's you have the underlying every episode, here's the right. Deal. You have an underlying uh, story, but every episode is him going to a different town, learning about a different monster, and going and killing that monster. And I kind of expected that. I did too. And, and they, when they stayed out of that happen, trap, that would be an easy routine to get in. I was very in. happy that they did not do that at all. Yeah, it made it feel more important when he actually was confronting or capturing a monster yeah. or something it like that. It made it that. more unique, more cool, like that you were actually there to see that. I agree. Um, um, good job, everyone involved. So we're going to go from fantasy to sci-fi. Yeah. Altered Carbon Season 2 just now coming out i'm talking like what a few days ago uh, as of this time right now it's saturday it just popped open on thursday so yeah and i have not touched it i honestly forgot it was coming out it's been kind of quiet you know which is weird because remember how much altered carbon Dude, season one I was, was on advertised fire for that show yeah and it was good it was so I, good i loved the first season uh i'm interested in the second season but i have no idea what to expect so, like I was telling you off the record last night, and I'll tell you, listeners at home, bake no on bake, the record. Bake, <laughs> make sure that you do watch that previously. You know, on this show, yeah, that little season one or two or whatever recap. It reminds you of how rich, how deep, and how much was really going on in that first season, and then how much is there's still a lot of layers, man, lot. a lot. Even the side stories felt important, side characters felt important, and I was just like damn, I forgot how much they did in just one season. And then I genuinely, as I was watching that season, I had no idea that it was a series of books. I didn't know shit. This was my first exposure to anything Altered Carbon. And then I'm like, oh, wait, there's more. I thought it was just going to be like a, a mini series or one-off, you know? I was like, oh, cool, there's more. And there's so much more. Um, I've watched two episodes, uh, and I there's nothing much to spoil. I'll just tell you, it picks up where the last one left off 
and there, there's a sense of urgency to this season, you know, mm-hmm. it's building fast. Uh, you find out there's been a little bit of time since the last one last season, but as we know, time in this show is very elusive. And we all know if you've paid any bit of attention that the new sleeve, the new host skin is Anthony Mackie. And I remember at first I was like, wait, why? And, and nothing against Anthony Mackie, but I'm like, but the guy who was Joel Kinnaman or however you pronounce his name was so good in the first season. But that, I think that's going to be a hallmark, like each season or each frame of uh, it's time. It's sort of like Doctor Who. Yeah. And I like that theory. Yeah, I don't if, mind If that. they stick with that. And if they don't, then so be it. But Anthony Mackie is great as the new Takeshi Kovach. And there's so much story, uh, both back and forward, that we're going to get on his life. Mm-hmm. It's still a lot of backstory. Still a lot of forward progress to make. And the first two episodes just really sucked me right back in. I was just like, this is such a cool world. It's like everything I liked about Fifth Element as far as like the visuals, the sci-fi, just the dazzlement of like technology and space, but with a rated R approach. It's a great show. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing it, but I just started Hunters on Amazon. Oh yeah, that's another one that and I've been so meaning to check out. There's I, so many it's options gonna, I know, any given time a lot. of life. And it's, it's going to be hard for me to transition to... To mail? To bo- yeah, What? <laughs> What? It's going to be hard for me to like transition from one to the other and watch both at the same time. So I'm just going to try to get through Hunters yeah. before starting Altered Carbon, I think. I think that's good because then you can each give them the attention they deserve and be yeah. in that world and that mindset. I yeah. do need to check out Hunters. Uh, I can't Maybe wait. Maybe you should wait until you're done with this show. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Anyways, I would firmly recommend it. We'll be talking more about it, hopefully in the next uh, few weeks as we get a chance well, to absorb it. I, know. I I probably won't even start it in the next few weeks. When I say weeks, I'm meaning air quotes. How about episodes, which means it could be like seven months from now. Yeah. By the time the show's run <laughs> its course, we'll be finished with yeah. season two, ready to talk about it. Fair? Fair. Let's do it. Fair. All right, we're good with TV now. Yep, click off the TV. So we got to turn on our video game consoles because we're about to talk about video games. I always have to turn on my video game console before before I talk that about it. That was very literal. Yeah. I mean, nothing you said was wrong. It was just kind of white and nerdy. So let's go into a little bit of a a little bit of a deeper dive about Star Wars Fallen Order. Such a good game. And again, this is like when I saw the previews, a la Birds of Prey, I was like, oh, I don't know about this. This doesn't look good. When I saw the initial mm-hmm. gameplay footage and the trailer for this, I was just like, okay, the the Jedi guy, he looks plain as shit. His haircut's stupid. This just looks like it's going to be a lot of jumping and traversing. I could not have been more wrong about this game. I loved this there game. There was a lot of jumping and traversing. But it was all good. Yeah, the the was, guy I who ne- plays Cal. From uh, the Cal kid Kestis. from Shameless and Gotham. and mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he was great. He actually, yeah, uh, what's his name? I'm looking at IMDb. Cam- uh, Cameron Monaghan. Mon- sure. Monaghan? Is a G silent? It probably is. Monahan, Cameron Monahan. So, in the previews and in the you know the clips you see online before you actually play the game, there was something about him that he just looked so standard. You know, he you don't have like to have a like, yeah, cool looking a- protagonist, but like it helps. And I didn't really like him, but he made up for it with personality. One, yes, exactly. Once you started playing that character, you're like, I like this guy. There's something Dude, about this rules. character that I am sort of connecting with because he just seems like he seems like the average almost gamer, right? Like just some dude. Yeah. Um, and I like the way the story plays out in this a lot. And I love the progression of his powers with that story specifically how like when it first starts, I didn't know I, I was under the impression that this character was 
a regular person who didn't know he was force sensitive until he like had to use it. Yeah. And then you kind of quickly learn, oh, he knew he had the force. And then as the story progresses, you find out that this character has been trained. He's yeah, a, you, he's been he's been training to be what, a Jedi. A, a cool reveal. Yeah, bef- yeah, but all that then, of course, the Order sixty six happened when he was a kid. I, I'm not really getting into spoilers because this is kind of middle of the game storyline stuff, right? And I would assume anyone who's played the game by now has probably played to completion. Well, it came out. In I don't think we should go into like any sort of end story. Not purposely, you know, spoilers. But fair. Uh, I just like the way that the game progressed, where you get in a situation where you have to. Uh, almost like remember back to when your master taught you something as a Jedi. Yes. And then boom, you have that new force power. Such a cool way of doing that. And they could have made it, it a part of the like story a story and yet progress the gameplay. Yeah. They could have made it a part of the, like a store, a skill tree, like most games would and say, okay, cool. Boom. Now you have this ability because you've, selected it it made the skill tree feel like they're all secondary not vital they're just perks yes but like this is vital to progress the game it well it gave you the powers and the the skill tree just made your powers more powerful yeah, i mean really well, right well and so i i thought that they didn't go too deep into the rpg elements which is good i didn't i don't want that out of this game mm-hmm. um but yeah i really enjoyed the story and the characters and the voice acting oh voice lot. acting was great it was really good do you know who actually played uh seer or I think I'm saying that right. The uh, the once, Deborah once, Wilson. Yeah, do you recognize? That I'm, name? I'm I have. She's IMDb from Mad open, TV. So. <laughs> way back in the day. Oh, that's and why they, they just used her face too. Because no, she's kind of. I don't mean this. She's in a negative. lot of video games. Do yes, you know that? She is. And I don't mean this negatively, but she kind of has very distinct eyes, almost. Like, oh yeah, like very oh, large. They, they kinda, yeah, they stick eyes. out. I'm not gonna say bug eyes, but you know, someone else might. And she is great. My brother actually met her at a fair. Believe it or not. Really weird story wait yeah. what do you mean like a fair like a at the uh the Pe- uh, snowman marine fair at the petaluma fairgrounds here huh um he uh, was oddly enough part of the world's ugliest dog competition and she was one of the judges and he just walked over he's like what? you're deborah wilson from matt tv because he used to watch uh-huh and she's actually a very talented lady and if you she look is. at her if you just look at her imdb uh it's thick but uh, she was in i mean she was in call of duty yeah she was in outer worlds gears five like i mean there's and those are just recent yeah uh wolfenstein youngblood like she has a lot of she's made a transition only, from like small screen to like kind of being a video game it's voice actor it's yeah, interesting how great. people find that niche and they just used her face too on this one rage too man i'm looking through her imdb and, and that's she, just like how many these games are, are games that from that last like, year yeah these are games i'm like i played that this year i played that this year yeah. how do you do that many games she's in doing one her year? thing man good for her but yeah she was a great part of the story and just the exploration, yet it's on rails, but it gives you the option to go do other stuff or then go back to this once you get these yes. abilities to go get that. The way that they locked certain content behind something and you're like, I can't. how do I get to that? And you can't figure it out. But it's because you just don't have the ability. Yeah. And that's when you start to realize after the third or fourth time, like, oh, okay, I'll come back for that. I'll try to remember. Yeah. The the variation in the landscapes, um, the traversing versus the combat versus the enemy types. This game was just really complete. I was so surprised it, how much I liked this game. So let me say one good thing and then kind of follow it with something that I wish was a little bit yeah, better. Please. When it comes to the that the world, you have multiple planets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoyed how you would go to a planet, you would explore that planet, and then maybe for whatever reason the story takes you back to the ship, you take off and you go to a different planet. And you can see your progress and you're like, huh. I missed something. 48%. I'm only 48% through that planet. 
what does that mean? And then through the story, a mission will take you back there and you recognize that there's a whole separate section to that entire planet that you didn't explore, which is really nice. Yeah. Um, but because of the fact that there's, I think, five or six planets and that's it, I did feel like there was not enough variation. Sure. Like the, the worlds were great and they were dense. Um, they're sort of linear. They, they kind of had this idea Once you get of being the feel open for world. Them. Yeah. Which, by the way, a lot of those levels are confusing as hell. The first and that was two annoying. worlds out of the, the gate minus the uh, initial planet because you're, you know, you're basically just learning how to attack and to jump. Um, the traversing and the navigation was not, um, what's the word, like instinctual. Like I right. second guessed a lot. There was points where I was like looking at the map, still changing levels, turning the camera. I was like, I can't figure this out. I had to hop on YouTube just to be like, where am I supposed to go? Right. But they lighten up on it as you go. And then you get more and more used to the maps, but it was not just like an automatic out the gate. Right. So you do get better at it. You do, but it doesn't help you at the beginning. I will say that was a point of frustration. Me too. Uh, there was one time where I ran all the way back because I thought I had to go back and then only to find out that the level doesn't let you go back the way you came mm, yeah so there was like this one gap that you could swing over from the other side but not from where i was now and so i had to go all the way back through the level to find out that there was like this tram that took me back to the ship right and you're that, talking about the ice planet that just frustrated yeah. the hell out of me i agree i, I, I was like I, how how am i supposed to know that like i know that probably the average person did see the tram and whatever but i don't know i just I know that it's a sort of Souls-like game, and they not are as not, punishing. Af- not as punishing, but they're not afraid to punish you. No, there's been times where I'm like, shit, I just left, like, yeah. I was fighting that boss for 10 minutes, he took his final form, and then I just died, yeah. and I have to go back to this. So I'm once you get used to that, that tiny little bit of punishment, you're like, okay, this is good. And I will say, uh, you and I are both the type of players that don't like the Soulsborne type games. Yeah, it's not, not for me. We don't like being punished. I felt like this was just about the right amount. They towed the line very nicely yes. between not just being a button mashing, attack them like a, a Batman or a modern day Shadow of Mordor or Shadow of War, yeah. which is still fun. Don't get me wrong. But this is a different ha- style. You yeah. have to be strategic. And yeah. yet there's times to just mash the shit out. Of and there's also times to just run right past somebody. Yep. Or just push them off a ledge. Like, nah, I'm not I love that, dude. So you, satisfying. When you get to that point where like there's six guys right in front of you and you're like, eh, screw you all. <laughs> yeah. And then you just see all their little bars drop and your their little progress mirror. Beep. Yeah. Pretty cool. It does feel good. The, the ways in which you can engage enemies, lots of variety there. I like that. Um, the way that it does at least tip you off. Okay, this is an unblockable move, so you know you got to roll or jump yeah, or something the like that. Red, yeah, the boss fights. I did expect more boss fights, but it made the ones that you do have seem all the more important. Mm-hmm. And they're big barriers to progress. Usually, there's a big story beat or an ability right behind the boss fight. I just really like this game. There were some points where I did feel like I was in a a Souls or a Bloodborne, where I was literally like, okay, I've been trying to beat this guy for 30 straight minutes, and he keeps killing me every time to the point where I don't know what to do. Uh, I had to change my in-game difficulty a few times. So what I would do is like, I would try I'm to play it. I'm proud that I never did. I would try to play it at normal. Yeah. Right? But then there were like two boss fights. The second to last one in particular, I was just like, I cannot do this. And I've tried three days in a row now. It's like, I got to like smoke a J and you know, like hit the bong <laughs> right before like I'm like, Go and do it and like set right. aside from hours. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to try this again. I'm going to go in peacefully, dude. Yeah. And by the See time if I, I can reason with I'm this guy, <laughs> damn near red in the face, ready to rage quit. Um, but I, 
that's fine. At least the game gives you that option. There were times where I wanted to do that, and I'm, I never did, and I'm glad I didn't. It, it's a last resort for me. Like, trust me. But there were times where I, I did go on YouTube, and I was like, what do I do in this particular situation? Yeah. Some of it, I felt stupid. Some of the puzzles were right in front of your face, <laughs> no. and you're like, oh, well, I'm clearly yeah. not a Jedi yet. No. If I can't figure this yeah, shit yeah. out. Yeah. I felt like a Jedi. I really did. And the customization of the lightsaber, so much fun. Just little things I to mean, keep you... I, oh, I, I really like it. Kind of an attacked on thing because, like, no? I like the color. Okay. Like, I like the fact that you can choose your color. Granted, I only had three colors to choose from uh, until you at the very end. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Spoiler. Meh. But uh, I felt the rest of the customization of the lightsaber itself, like the handle, you don't so, see that in the game. And then why is every costume a freaking poncho? There were like three jackets you could get. I, dude, fine. But then there was like 40 ponchos. Well, he has, and I just felt that was he stupid. He doesn't want he, to show that he's a Jedi. So it, if he's just wrapping like a typical <laughs> Jedi robes. It just made him look stupid. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like I tried putting a, a poncho on him a couple of different times just because I got tired of the same suit. And I was like, I can't do See, this. See what you need to do. There's do like, I, I grant I didn't lock every last little thing, but I got the majority of it to match up your poncho or your jacket with BD1. Right. Skin. And then you guys yeah, look I like mean, a fine. team. Yeah. BD1. What a good character. Perfect. He was so awesome. You know, every been, Star Wars, right? You have, the, you have a droid. Lately, except for the one with the hips from Solo. But I don't really consider Solo a Star Wars movie. So Right, yeah. yeah. I have hips. I mean, Disney has done a real good job as of late with all of these... Lovable, bankable droids. Yep. yep. I, and you know who made this game, right? Respawn. Oh, yeah. What a good year they had between Apex at the beginning of 2019 and Fallen Order at the end of 2019. Good yeah. year for them. No paywall. This is by far, and I don't think this is any landmark statement... The best this generation Star Wars game, and by this oh, generation yeah. of console, because the only other two have been Battlefront, Battlefront Two. Yeah, well, and and other games like this, like uh, what was the other one with the, dude with the shaved head? Yes, Force Unleashed. This it is, had some cool concepts. Is but. similar to Force Unleashed, right? In sort of the gameplay ish, that third person perspective. Mm -hmm. But God, Fallen Order took so that refined. and then just made it so much more. I mean, granted, you're dealing with a different console, and you know, tech has improved greatly and so is video game making as a whole but like this game was exactly what i would want out of a star wars game it scratched my star wars itch it did i totally agree same with me it was I, it was kind of to me it was a perfect star wars game let's put a bow on fallen order you you set the tone do you want a letter or number grade because i really want to well you already said letter so let's just do letter a a a, a. solid a it was my second favorite game of 2019 and that's saying something because Gears of War came out in 2019. You know how I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan. Oh, I, I think this was probably my favorite game. Just behind Resident Evil 2 because that was just very sentimental to me. Yeah, I, and I get that. I, I, I think this game, to me, I, I enjoyed this game more. Sweet. I think this is my favorite. Great game. What else have you been playing, Brandon? I want to know because you've been sharing with me some of the games you've been playing. Uh, uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to borrow a phrase from a very cool person. Let's call this quick play. I want you to just give me 30 seconds on each of the following games that you've been playing. Can you do that? Sure. I've... I've played Untitled Goose Game. Starting now. Oh, okay. So, wait, what? Am I starting now? <laughs> 30 seconds. Well, wait, wait me let me think about what I've played. Oh, okay. Unti I, I played Untitled Goose Game. I started A Plague's Tale Innocence, and I kind of just stopped playing it. All on Games And Fest. I'm right now, probably, I don't know where, I've, I'm several hours into Wolfenstein Youngblood. Where um, do you want to start? Quick play. Well, let's just do it in that order. Untitled okay. Goose Game, you got 30 seconds. Tell me about it. So Untitled Goose Game is a very quick, odd, and fun game unlike probably any that you've ever played before. Yeah. 
you literally are a goose. <laughs> and it is the most charming and artistic game. One of the coolest I've ever seen. And so there's a lot of puzzles and it's just something that you could totally play with a significant other in their room and they are going to love it just as much as you. And done. Nice job. Thank you. Uh, question. Are you silly in the game? Oh, yes. You silly goose. You have 30 <laughs> seconds to tell me about a Plague Tale Innocence. Go. You can tell that this game is of a lower budget, certainly not like a AAA type game, because there is a lot to be desired as far as graphics and gameplay. Everything's real watered down and simple. But if you go into it knowing that, it's actually a really fun game. The voiceover acting is not great. But the story and the kind of relationship between uh, the the brother and sister who go through this game uh, is really good. So it's it's worth a play, even though I didn't even finish it. Would you say more for like adults who are looking for a story game? Yeah, I think if you're not looking for action, yeah. you're just looking for something fairly simple. Yeah. And then wrapping up, tell me about Wolfenstein Youngblood. You know, Wolfenstein is a great series. This is a step down from the original Wolfenstein or the, the most recent Wolfensteins, right? Yeah. So it's like you get the same gameplay, but the characters are, they, they feel forced. The writing's not great. Uh, gameplay can get repetitive, but it is a fun action packed game. Uh, almost doom like in some situations. And that's where we'll stop. Good job. Okay. I agree. I watched some gameplay. I remember when this game was announced, I was like super excited. And then I was yeah, like, me too. Oh, this looks kind of what new Dawn was to far cry five. That's a very good way of putting it. Just like kind of like the leftovers or the secondary story and then, or how many ever years later. And I will say the characters, you're right, did feel very forced. I just watched some gameplay like, get them, sis. You know, like, hook them horns. (laughs) Like the laughter. The one girl just laughs like. They're like bros. It's weird. Yeah. Little out of. I, I feel like. Takes me out of it a little bit. I feel like a bunch of men wrote these characters and thought, wouldn't it be funny if we made him just like, huh, cool dude? Yeah. Like, no. Get him, bro. No, that's not. And I think that was one of the cool things cool. looking forward to coming out of uh, Wolfenstein 2, which was one of the best games that year. Still a freaking fun game. Well, you know, when you find out that, you know, BJ is expecting twins with his wife. Yeah. And this is the realization. Kind of a little bit of letdown. Seems like a fine, like, addition. Yeah. But it, it's not, like, part of the franchise to me as far as, like, you wouldn't call this Wolfenstein 3. And they clearly didn't for a reason. And they, yeah, that's yeah. a good point because I think you, we all want BJ back. Yeah, let's now, face it. I know that we're beyond our thirty seconds now, but uh-huh, to be fair, uh-huh, it's because uh-huh, you uh-huh. continue the conversation. I did. Um, I think this game would be better with a second person playing because that's kind of the point. Like the I agree. the whole purpose was that you play with another real life. Does person. it have that option? Co-op. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Well, in that I case. mean, the two sisters are meant to be two co op players. Sure. And otherwise, you're playing with a an AI bot. But it's still fun as a single player. Yeah, just I think, a little I something to fill. Be, I, my review would be different if you were playing with me, for example. I'm sure. Yeah, just it's something free. To fi- yeah, Games Pass is all those. All those games were Game Pass. Games Pass kicks ass. It does well. Okay. Nice quick play. Thank you. All right, we're winding down, but we're not done yet. We've got a lot to preview for the year 2020. Being this is our first one we've done here this year. Across all platforms, movies, TVs, TVs. <laughs> TV viewing options, all TV viewing options, uh, video games. There's a lot that I can't wait for. I mean, I have to, but I don't want to. <laughs> uh, first of which for me, I'm just going to kind of spitball some things with you. What are your thoughts 
I think the next biggest video game coming out has got to be Doom Eternal. I'm so excited for this game. I don't think that's the next. I mean, it comes out next month or okay, this month. So maybe the next. But if you're talking about all of 2020, no, that's no, no. I'm not. just saying it, it. Judging by a calendar, okay. Yeah. I think it's out yeah. in a few weeks, and it looks phenomenal. But now you didn't even finish the last one. No, I didn't. No, you, no. Yes, I did. Are you sure? Yes, you, I did. I thought you told me you didn't. I did. I went okay. back and finished it. I did not like the ending. The guy just walks away and he's like, oh, by the way, you can't catch me. <laughs> it's so weird. He sounded just like <laughs> yeah. that. But I really did like the game. There yeah. were some things that I still had problems with, but I thought it was probably outside of Doom 2. You know, granted, that has a special time and place in my life. It was my favorite Doom game. This game looks like just everything that worked well about uh, Doom 2016 and ramped the f up it's a very bright game too with much as it's like about slaying demons and you mean the original doom or eternal this one yeah because the original one i really felt like there was not enough variation i'm sorry original i mean i I should say just say 2016 sure this 2016 version i felt like it was uh, i needed more unique atmospheres because it was the hellscape was just so constant yeah are you what's your What's your excitement meter registering at for this one? Scale one to ten. Uh, from what I understand, you get a lot more unique weapons, and things are just not so repetitive. And yeah. if that's the case, I'm really looking forward to it. But I'm there are games that I'm looking forward to more. Which let me just get into some of those. You didn't answer my question on scale one to ten. What's your excitement meter at? Seven. Seven. I'm like an eight point five. Okay. What's but something next? like Cyberpunk. 2077 is like a 10 for me that's a 2020 game getting delayed again i see but still 2020 right i hope so and also avengers like i know it kind of looks odd but as as a weird for me as a video game i'm sorry i mean as a comic book lover and as a lover of like the movies i have been longing to hop into the shoes of each of those characters in a video game where you actually are using their unique powers in that way. What are some of your top anticipated games in addition to uh, Cyberpunk 2077, which, yeah, is probably a number one for lots of people. Right, okay. What else is up there? Cyberpunk, uh, Avengers, as I mentioned, Uh and the other two are Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us Part Two. Okay, what about you? For video, Resident Evil let's 3. Let's stick with video games right now. The, the Nemesis remake, okay. I'm all about that, especially coming off the heels of the remake of 2 last year. I mean... Yeah, you're you're a fanboy for that stuff. Yeah. I, I, I mean, get it. It's been so I, I'm quality. not there, but I get it. Yeah, it's just been quality. I will admit, and some people might be like, "Oh, well, there goes your credibility." I was never a huge fan, even back in the day of the original Final Fantasy VII. I know it's a landmark game. But there are so many better entries in that franchise for me. Mm-hmm. This remake, though, That's it looks cool. like it could be pretty. Va- it could be a huge time. Sink. I'm almost worried that it's going to be too big. It might be. It might be. Because I'm like, I don't have time for that. No, ain't nobody got time for that. But I would say between Doom, Cyberpunk, Resident Evil 3, that's like my top end of games I'm really looking forward to mm-hmm. this time around. We'll, we'll see what else actually still comes out and this hasn't even been announced. Yeah. You know. So what are you looking forward to as far as like movies for Quiet Place Part 2. Ooh, yeah. I really liked Quiet Place. The original is like one of my favorite movies from 2018. Um, the previews make it look like they're going to do some backstory, like how things got the way they were. Mm-hmm. And then where are we at now? Now that we know that these things can be defeated, but still they, they kind of hold the the high ground, Anakin and, uh, <laughs> I'm uh, the creatures. Uh-huh. So I'm looking forward to see where they go from here. Uh, I can't wait to see Sonic. <laughs> you know, 
I know. It, the, the it's re- getting decent reviews. People are like, no, it's actually good. I'm like, I still can't bring myself to want the, to see it. The remake, the restylized of of well, yeah. comic of Sonic, makes me just want to see it. Yeah, um, I am super looking forward to Woman Woman who is wonderful. Wonder Woman 1984. 84, yeah, right. That just the style of it, and you know, retro is cool again right now, especially. I am really looking forward to the new Ghostbusters as well. A lot of people have opinions on it. I have not seen I want anything to, about that. I want to like it. Uh, what TV shows? Oh, uh, Stranger Things. They spoiled oh. it. He's still alive. I, granted, it wasn't a... Oh. Harkinsaw? What's his name? Harkinsaw? <laughs> Why am I forgetting his name? Hudgens? He's from Hawkins. So is that what you're thinking? <laughs> what's the guy's name? I don't know. Hopper. Yes, yeah. Hopper. They, I, but it, we all knew he was not really gone. Uh, well, he's like one of the... So he's on a chain gang. Most popular characters in yeah. this. They're not going to kill him off. So I really like where this could go. And I hope that it is um, coming out this year. We don't have to do the off Well, they wouldn't release a trailer for it this year. Only like coming next year. They might. Year. That would be a dick move. But that would be a dick move because it's like a year in advance. No, I think it's coming out this... Uh, this I'm not uh, really up on like what's coming out on TV. You know what I've not heard a whisper about, but I sincerely hope comes out this year based on how strong it was last year? I want a second season of The Boys. I want that. Yes. Like, oh, and the trailer is dropped. Shut up. Really? Yeah. I've missed this? Yes. Okay. Well, I know what I'm doing once we, it's, uh, we're we done here. Yeah, I want to see that. God, did, that was did it say anything like 2020? I don't remember. I would like to think so. It, it was such a good show, though. So it was out of nowhere, very too. very unique. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, Mandalorian season two. We never got to do a Mandalorian review, but what a great thing that was. Yeah. For the, the most part. I Yes. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it for its simplicity. I liked it for its character. Um, but Star I just Wars is felt hard like to do. There was a lot to do, or a lot more to do, and I felt like they could have just gone with a better underlying story without being so episodic. Hopefully, we get more of more like that in season two. Right. Uh, confirmed October, I believe. Okay. Yeah, and I think they're cool. going to do it week I to week, like they to did that. with this last one too. It'll, not to be like negative, but it might actually give me something to go back to Disney Plus for because after Mandalorian season one, I've just kind of been dormant. Yeah, for and me. I mean, if you want to watch an old Marvel or Disney movie, great, it's great there, but, but other than that, it's they not, have not appointment had viewing. New. They they've said, oh, look at all these great shows that are coming. Oh well, shit, Winter Soldier and, and the Falcon. Oh, that's that's the that only one that's twenty twenty, right? I think so. Uh, WandaVision and Loki. Is I 20, don't twenty one. I don't. I don't even know. But I, I could care like less they, about WandaVision. They, I gotta be honest. They kind of pushed out all these titles and got me really excited for Disney Plus. Yeah, I wanted more at near the beginning. Yeah, like as if it, if if it was a launch like a console and they had one game, you'd be like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> like they had one game and then a bunch of old games from several years ago. Like, uh, give me something new. Give me a cool exclusive. That's what I want out of Disney Plus. And I feel like they promised a lot, and it's just taking forever to get it. It was very front loaded with previews, but not like hard dates to go with them yeah. you know oh you mentioned consoles we got the next gen coming out <laughs> later this year is this finally when you uh, make the jump oh i'll get a because you're new what, xbox. like original xbox one yeah yeah and it's not taking discs very well yeah. and making funny noises and would you ever consider just going all digital yeah i would consider it absolutely you just um, can't share that way so like that's 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 the, the draw, other side the is drawback. i still think i'm gonna get a disc because I mean, look at Fallen Order. I borrowed that from you. You bought it, and I borrowed it. Yeah. And that saved me the money of having to buy it. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have had to download it. Well, it's half it. the joy of, of, of gaming, too. It's just like, especially if you like something, oh, you got to try this. Right. Here you go. It'd be different if, if, if you could download the games 
at a cheaper than retail price, but you don't. Yeah. They don't offer that. So yeah. I mean, maybe sometimes on a sale, but. Anyways, there's so much more that I'm probably forgetting. You're probably forgetting. We'll talk about when it comes up. This is going to be another rich year for stuff we we talk about. Uh, we're probably over time. So let's wrap this up, yeah? Yeah, we are. I uh, have great joy in presenting to you a shadow of the synopsis. All right. And you have great joy in presenting us a awesome quote in geek history. We haven't done this in a while. So uh, if we're a little rusty, bear with us. That was a fake sponsor in the past, too. A little rusty? Bear with me. Oh, I thought you were saying Little Rusty, and I was like... Yeah, yeah little guy Rusty who comes yeah. and like services your bike. Hey, it's Little Rusty! <laughs> I'm Rusty, and I'm Little. That's what he says. <laughs> Real quick rundown. It's been a while. Shout out the synopsis. We give each other a description of a movie, TV show, comic, and see if the person can figure out. Play along at home. Brandon, are you ready for the first shout out the synopsis here in the year 2020? Yes, I am. All right. Here it comes. Ten years after a plague turns most of the world's population into vampires... A critical blood shortage causes panic and gruesome mutations among the reanimated. Edward, a vampire hematologist, tries to develop a blood substitute when he meets Lionel and Audrey, two fugitive humans who have not yet turned, claiming to have a possible cure that would benefit both the living and the reanimated. Edward casts his lot with them in the hopes of perfecting the cure before it's too late. So this is about vampires. So, you know what bugs me is, I, I I know right away, I was like, oh, I know the story. Like, I know it. And I, I can't connect the title. That's the game. That's I know, it's, part the, of it. it's the game. Uh, so, I, I yeah, I'm sorry, man. I feel like I failed. If you got this at home, great. But I feel like you're going to say what it is now. So, that's a fail. And this is the movie Daybreakers, mm. starring Ethan Hulk and uh, William okay. Dafoe. Was it wasn't like a, a memorable movie, per se, but it was a decent little movie. Yes, yeah, they would have got that. You, we like, actually, I remember we actually saw it. in theaters. Yeah, Did I remember. We? Yeah, I know First the story. First time we hands. What? What? Hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. you can redeem yourself, good sir, with an awesome, and I do mean awesome, quote in geek history. Well, we were just Recent talking history, about ancient history. We were just talking about the Witcher television show. Yeah, and there's a catchphrase that Geralt what uses quite often. A in one the word show. one, and it's just a one word. So this is going to be our awesome quote. In geek history. Fuck. Fuck. Fuck off, world. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Uh, oh, fuck. Fuck. And there you have it. <laughs> yeah, he just, just he put some spice on it. Fuck. All right, if you like anything we talked about, feel free to email us, share with us your thoughts, randomfandomcast at gmail.com. Um, we check it about as much as we record so don't expect to give us a reason right give us a reason <laughs> to get more regular with it right and uh we we are happy to be back and until we talk to you again thank you for being a fan of our fandom stay geeky everyone